Hello and welcome to the universe. I'm your host, Peter Cleary, and each week I'll be guiding you through everything you need to know about starting at the University of Adelaide with the help from some very special guests. Your place is here, your time is now. Let's find out how to make it happen. We acknowledge and pay our respects to the Ghana people, the traditional custodians whose ancestral lands we gather on, and the land on which the University of Adelaide's campuses at North Terrace, Waite and Roseworthy are located. We acknowledge the deep feelings of attachment and relationship of the Ghana people to country, and we respect and value their past, present and ongoing connection to the land and cultural beliefs. Hello and welcome to the universe. This is your host, Peter Cleary, back again for another episode of our wonderful podcast. And I'm very excited about our guest today, a very good friend of mine, Gab White, who is a current student and part-time worker at the University of Adelaide. Um, so he's going to chat to us about his experience. Welcome, Gab. Thank you, Peter. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. So enthusiastic. I love I'm it. So <laughs> I'm so keen. It's my, I feel so fancy being on a podcast. Um, well, I guess to start with, Gab, are you able to introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit about what you're studying at university and where you work at the university? Sure thing. So, my name is Gab White. Um, I'm in my final year of uh, law and international development. Um, and at the moment, I'm working at Ask Adelaide, and I have been doing so on and off for pretty much the last four years or so. So has it worked well balancing university with part-time work, especially with it being at the university? Yeah, definitely so. Um, I think, like, the most positive thing about working at the uni is that, you know, your managers know that study is your first priority. So it's pretty easy to kind of schedule work around, like, your uni hours and when exams are on, they can, like, give you more time off um, and stuff like that. And, of course, because Ask Adelaide is open pretty much all the time, um, there's like tons of shifts available like at night on the weekend so yeah there's always kind of like an opportunity to work when you want. Awesome and uh, it makes it sound like they're all pretty flexible and pretty reasonable about you needing time for study as well. Yeah yeah totally like you can absolutely like I mean there's tons of casuals that work there as well so if you ever need a shift off like one of the other guys is always like more than happy to take the shift for you um, otherwise, like, yeah, the managers, if you, you know, you've got an exam going or like work's getting a bit like stressful, um, yeah, they're like more than happy to like work around you. Awesome. Well, we'll touch on Ask Adelaide in a little bit, um, but to start yeah. with, I'd love to know a little bit more about law and international development. Where did that come from? How did you decide that that's what you wanted to do at university? Well, when we had in year 12 in, I think it was probably like September when I was in year 12, like you have to put in your uni preferences. Um, and I, of course, being the indecisive person I am, was like, I don't know what to do. I have no idea. Um, I think but, that's everyone. <laughs> yeah, I think like everyone is just like, oh my God, how could I possibly decide? Like only in high school. But mm -hmm. I think um, I picked international, initially I picked international studies um, because I thought... I just saw the word international and I was like, that's something that I think is interesting. Um, I knew there'd be like, kind of like 
you'd learn about different cultures, like politics, um, maybe a bit of economics. Um, yeah, kind of like learn about you know, community development and stuff. Um, and law, admittedly, I picked because I was just like, that sounds like it would be a good thing to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, coming into uni, um, kind of my friend mentioned that there was this degree international development and I went to like the open day thing for it. Um, yeah, and it kind of seemed like something that was like way more down my path than than kind of international studies would have been. Um, and yeah, I kind of initially was like unsure about the law component of it all because um, it's quite, I think it's quite different to what a lot of people expect it will be. Um, particularly in first year, um, it's kind of a bit of a shock to the system because um, you kind of think, oh, I'm probably learning about like stuff I see on like criminal minds and CSI. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think that's it, very common. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's just totally not the case um, for like your first few years at least. But um, yeah, I think they've like they've both been a good fit ultimately. Awesome. So are you glad that you kept that law component, even if at first you were yeah. a little bit on the fence about? 100%. And, like, throughout your, like, I'm in sixth year now, um, and, like, every year I'll be like, oh, my God, is this, like, the right, like, degree for me? But you kind of, like, you have a goal in mind and you rationalise it, um, you know, by saying, like, this will get me to this place eventually. And I think that's what I've mostly done with law, Um because I'm hoping it'll kind of allow me to, to kind of, you know, be able to apply for like a wider range of jobs and stuff than um, I otherwise would have been able to if I didn't do it. And um, yeah, so I'm like, yeah, super glad I've kept it. Yeah, awesome. I've heard that a law double degree is very worthwhile because it does open so many more doors for, I guess, graduate yeah. outcomes and, and the opportunities that can come your way. Yeah, 100%. And like, I mean, most people, that's the vast majority of people that do law are doing a double degree. And mm -hmm. it's like, it makes it like, at least for me and like my friends and the people I've spoken to, just like far more easier to deal with each degree because you have like a respite from like when you're like, oh my God, I'm sick of law. Like at the moment you have your other degree and when you're sick of that degree, you have law. So yeah. And I think it kind of like narrows it down for you. Like everyone's doing law and then they're doing that other degree, which is kind of where they're like maybe more of their interest lies as well. So you can mm -hmm. kind of use it as a bit of like a, I guess in a sense, kind of like a specialization, if you want to call it that. Um, yeah. Kind of narrow down what yeah you're like most interested in. So the law is a bit like the backbone degree and then the the double that you do is a little bit more exploring like the, the passion that you have or an area of interest. Totally, yeah. I think that seems to be the case for most people that at least I've come across who are doing it and certainly myself. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like naturally you kind of are more, more interested maybe in one than the other. Um, but, yeah, just in terms of like, the kind of options it gives you at the end of your degree I think it's definitely been like really worthwhile yeah absolutely have you found that the double that you chose law and international development have worked really well together in terms of the content has it been a good match for the double yeah totally I mean kind of law teaches you like those like basic like analytical skills um, and those research skills that are really useful to then apply to um like my like international development or whatever other degree you're doing um and certainly like obviously international development being really like globally focused um 
law is kind of one of those things that like most places you go, people are like, oh, cool. Like, you know how to do like X, Y, Z because like you've been taught how to like, you know, be really like concise in your writing, like research really in depth and like you have like good analytical skills and whatnot. So yeah, I think in that regard, they definitely like, yeah, have been, has been like a good combo. Awesome. And, um, I guess, have you taken on any of the opportunities that the university offers while studying your degree to um, build on the skills that you're getting from, I guess, the academic side of your university studies? Yeah, like, I think most of the, like, kind of, I guess, co-curricular stuff or the, um, that I've made most use of has been, um, like, the study overseas component, um, particularly with degrees like international development, they definitely encourage you to kind of make the most of um, the study overseas opportunities that the uni offers. Um, and actually the university, like I at first didn't realize like just like the, you can go like anywhere really. <laughs> like mm. we, there's just like so many different partner universities and you can go to like, so I did um, in my fourth year exchange for six months, but then I've also done a couple of um other like shorter study tours that are only like two or three weeks as well. So that's, yeah, it's like, I think people initially think it's going to be like the hardest thing to be able to kind of get overseas and it's going to, you're going to have to be there for ages, but like, it's actually like once you kind of get into it, it's, it's super easy. And the uni is like, they're actually really encouraging of people to do it. And, and I actually give you a lot of support as well. Like I was really surprised that like, you know, you can like get a further like loan, like an OS help loan that goes on your hex to like help you go over there and like there's different grants you can apply for and stuff. So like, yeah, what seemed like quite daunting, I think initially was actually like turned out to be like really easy and just like probably like the best thing I've done with like my degree. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure you've had some pretty rewarding times overseas like aside from the academic stuff as well, like yeah. just being able to explore and see those different cultures and things. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'd say that like those are probably the most rewarding parts of it. Like obviously you go overseas, like when you go overseas with the uni, it's to study, but outside of that, like, you know, you've got like the travel component, meeting new people, like making tons of new friends, um, which are all, I think like just as, if not kind of, well, like more rewarding because they just stay with you longer. Like, you know, those experiences are kind of there for life. Like you make friends that you'll know for like ever. Um, and you kind of like develop different like skills and like get to know things about yourself that you kind of otherwise wouldn't have maybe realised um, just because it puts you in like a situation that you like would never have been in otherwise. Yeah, definitely. I mean, study is going to be study wherever you yeah. are in the world. That exactly. The academic component is going to be I guess relatively standard across the board, but yeah, those experience that you, experiences that you've talked about, that's where it builds on those personal skills and yeah, that 100%. make you the person that you are, and that ultimately is what's going to get you a good job in the future is being able to talk about those experiences and talk about those skills that you've developed as well. It's going to set you apart from people who maybe didn't take that leap and go overseas mm. and try something new. Yeah, one hundred percent, and I think even now, like. I'm kind of like in the end of my degree and applying for like graduate jobs and stuff. And like most of the stuff that I talk about in an interview or that they ask you about, like 
95% of those questions I answer by talking about when I went overseas. Um, and it's from like those experiences that are maybe not just related to like writing essays, doing exams and all of that stuff. But it's like, yeah. I like kind of interned in this place or when I was studying overseas, this like tricky thing happened and like, here's how I like resolved it and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I think like I certainly underestimated like what it would do for me as well, kind of in a more professional regard, I guess, in the future. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, where are the places that you went? So um, in my second year, I did uh, three weeks in Vietnam. So I did Ooh, a study fun. tour there um, for international development. And then in um, fourth year, I did six months exchange in Copenhagen in Denmark. Oh, and, wow. And... I also did in fourth year a, a kind of three weeks in Shanghai and China for law. Um, and in fifth year, I went to Timor-Leste for five weeks and did an internship there um, for development studies. And, and then I did in fifth year um, six months in Vietnam working in a law firm there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess that goes to show just like, kind of the amount of different type of stuff you can do. Like Absolutely, yeah. yeah. From the UK to something like Vietnam, there'd be like a very big cultural difference for you to, yeah. to work around. Yeah, big time. And like, you know, you can intern, you can you can study. There's like, there's, yeah, tons of different types of things you can do. So 10 out of 10 recommend study overseas. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Absolutely do it. It's the best. Awesome. Excellent. And so I guess now touching back on that part-time work that you do, obviously that would have been put on hold while you were overseas and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Um, tell us a little bit about how you balance your studies and that part-time work. Yeah, so um, I guess I'm quite lucky in the sense, like I was saying before, working at uni, things are pretty flexible. Um, but oftentimes it can be like really, really busy and quite hectic. Um, I think the biggest thing that I probably like struggle with is just like over committing um, and like saying like, yes, yes, yes to all these shifts because I really want to work and I want to help out. Um, or you're like money. That would be great. Oh, money, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, I really need money. Like, and of course I'm just such a like last minute person. I would just leave my work to the last minute. So sometimes like, when it becomes really tricky is like at the end of semester when work's really busy, but I've also had heaps of study to do trying to juggle both of those things can be hard. But I think that's when like, I kind of, you just need to be a bit real with yourself and be like, look, you're just not going to get this done mm -hmm. if you try and commit to just like all this work. Um, and yeah, like I said, that's when you can kind of like lean on other, other people at work and be like, look, can you take this shift for me? Um, and they're usually like happy to do so. Um, but yeah, that's like, I think that's probably the biggest challenge is like not over committing yourself. <laughs> do you yeah. think that, I guess your, your travels and your studies has helped you be a bit more realistic with your organization skills and your time management skills yeah, in that respect? I, yeah, totally. Like you kind of learn that you, you can't have everything <laughs> um, and you can't like do everything that you want to do. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, and it's better to kind of like fully do one thing well than kind of like be really busy at work and really busy at study and kind of just be like 
not great in either of them because you're yeah. just stressed about the other thing. Not being able to do give a hundred percent in whatever it is you're focusing yeah. your attention on at that time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Totally. That yeah. definitely makes sense. So I guess um, you work at Ask Adelaide, which is a pretty integral and a pretty important part of the University of Adelaide's campuses. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what Ask Adelaide does for students? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Ask Adelaide is pretty much just like, if you have any question, come and see us and we'll either give you the answer or tell you where to go to get the answer. Um, so, like, particularly if you're a new student, I think the things we help with are, like, enrolling in your courses. Um, if you have any questions about, like, your finances, we can speak to student finance on your behalf. Um, kind of if you have any questions about, like, your course and, like, your study plan and stuff, we can show you where all that information is. And then if you have further questions about that, pass it on to your faculty um, to kind of point you more in the right direction. Um, yeah, kind of most, if not everything you can think of that you might need help with and um, where like the main people to speak to. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess in terms of getting in contact with um, Ask Adelaide, what are the options available for students to be able to reach out and ask for that help? Yeah, so um, we're obviously face-to-face. -face. You can come and see us in person in the hub um, and we're there from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. during the week and 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the weekend. So there'll always be someone. Oh, cool. Yeah. You can even drop by on the weekend if you have questions. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's Spons great. Saturday and Sunday, yeah, which I think maybe, like, not many people realise, but, like, if you're studying at uni, like, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, um, yeah, absolutely. Take advantage of that free Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. And, like, even if it's just as simple as, like, I need a stapler or, like, a bigger problem. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, we'll, Stationary yeah. and or more. <laughs> and or anything else, yeah. Um, but other than that, like, we're on the phones from 9 to 5 during the week, um, online chat during, um, like, our full opening hours, 8 to 10 as well, and or just, like, flick us an email and and yeah yeah so, yeah, pretty, so there's heaps of different ways you could be sitting at home in your pajamas doing your assignment and have a question exactly and, able to and ask. think like oh gosh i don't know about this and you can jump online and yeah one of us will be there yeah for sure i mean it sounds like ask adelaide is going to be a pretty busy place um because i guess at peak times of the year when new students are starting or um, I guess, like, peak finance times or yeah. um, peak enrolling times and things like that. Yeah. It's going to get pretty hectic. How yeah, totally. does the Ask Adelaide team kind of manage those situations? Like, what kind of things do they do to make sure students get that information? Yeah, so, I mean, in those circumstances, the team is like, I mean, we go through the same thing every year, if not multiple times a year. So we know when those busy periods are are going to hit um, and we kind of we factor that in with our service particularly um, with ID cards and stuff if you need to get your sticker updated um, we have more stuff on during those times um, oftentimes maybe we'll be open a little more um, so people to come in and see us um, and often in those situations we'll actually the university will communicate to you in the first place so you know what's going on um, before it happens so that hopefully kind of then minimises your, like, need for questions just because you've already got your head around, like, what you have to do. 
Yeah, absolutely. Or I guess saves you a trip into the city if you weren't intending on coming to campus yeah, just yet. You can ask exactly. like online or on the phone rather than yeah, coming in totally. and having to wait or something like yeah. that. Yeah, particularly yeah. if you live like really far away. Like I know a lot of people who are like in the hills or just like quite far out in the suburbs, like they don't want to have to come in just to ask like kind of like one thing or to like do one thing just because it's like super inconvenient. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a like favorite time of the year to work at Ask Adelaide? Like, do you prefer when it's busy or do you like it when it's a little bit quieter or is there like, do you like answering exam questions or do you like answering like new student getting started questions? That's a tricky one. I think there's like, I definitely do like it when it's a bit busy because I think it's just more fun and like there are more people to talk to, um, and I get bored when I, like, don't have much to do. <laughs> so I definitely yeah. prefer that. And you, like, um, feed off of the new student excitement as well. Like, yeah, being exactly. able to see all these. I mean, you've been there for, what is it, six years now? Like, the mm. maybe the novelty's worn off a little bit at this point. Yeah. But seeing all of those brand-new students so excited to get started. Exactly. So, like, orient- I think the beginning and the end are always the best. Like, seeing new people come in during orientation and stuff. Like, super excited to start uni. Um, like, in really high spirits. Like, it's always, like really nice getting to talk to those people and then at the end like kind of around graduations like people are like so elated and just like so happy to have like finally finished and stuff um so that's like another really nice time to work as well um around graduation time so I think yeah both of those kind of like opposite ends of like the uni experience yeah, it sounds like Ask Adelaide get to be there for, like, the full student life cycle from the very yeah, start totally. to the very end. Yeah, totally. And, like, you'll get to, like, definitely, like, know, like, some of the staff members. You'll, like, see them again and again, like, you know, from, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, they helped me, like, enroll, like, in first year. Now, like, they're ushering Become me on a to first my graduation basis. room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. They get invited to graduation to come and watch you because they help yeah. you so much. Yeah, that's that's kind of nice. It's like Ask Adelaide becomes a part of a student's family because they are so helpful in their uni experience, which is cool. Yeah, totally. Especially if you're the kind of person who's like likes to study at uni and stuff. Like, we're like right next to you, sitting in the hub. So, you know, oftentimes we'll see you see you walk past and kind of get to know your face and stuff. Yeah, that's nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like Ask Adelaide is just a big like happy family that students get to become a part of. Yeah, 100%. Like, everyone's in. <laughs> How nice. Yeah. Right, I have one final question for you. Go for it. For our future students that are listening who are thinking about coming to university, what is one piece of advice that you would offer them about university that you've kind of gathered from your experience at being at university? Yeah, I think I'd just say, like, the main thing is to just say yes when like your instinct is to say no like jump into those like really kind of like uncomfortable situations like take a risk because ultimately they're they're the most rewarding like parts of uni like kind of going overseas and like for myself initially was like really stressful because I was like by myself and stuff and I was like oh my god I don't know what to do I don't um, know how to adult someone help yeah, me yeah I don't know how like <laughs> how do I like buy a train ticket um <laughs> yeah but I think like that and all of those times that I felt really scared at the beginning of doing something have just been like the best things I could have like ever done um and like 
you're going to get first will seem like one of those things that is just like so daunting because it's just like, it can be totally overwhelming in the beginning. But once you get past that initial, like that shock and that confusion, it's, it's like really good. Like there'll be challenges along the way, but like once you get towards the end, you're just like, so, so like thankful and like glad that you did it all. And you've had your Ask Adelaide family to help you through the whole process. Exactly, exactly. Got support, yeah. Yeah, got a good network around. What an excellent piece of advice. So um, uplifting and so happy about the process. (laughs) Yeah, like it's... It's actually so much fun. Like you hear people being like, oh my God, I have so much uni work, blah, blah, blah. Like stress, stress, stress. But like, I don't know. I wouldn't really have it any other way, I don't think. I was just about to say that. You wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, Yeah, big time. Yeah. How cool. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for your time, Gab. I really appreciate your insights into student life and also um, explaining, I guess, a little bit about the services that Ask Adelaide offer for our future students who are thinking about coming to the University of Adelaide. So. Thanks so much for your time today. You're welcome, Peter. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Universe. Catch us next week for more information about the University of Adelaide.